Hi everybody, my name is Scott Knight. I am one of the actors that was lucky enough to be cast in four of the six audio creative plays uh, that make up the Emerald Hill Coffee Palace. Thank you for joining me today to go a little bit inside um, what the process was like and how it was during the lockdown period to be able to create these fantastic and fabulous um, audio podcasts which you'll be able to listen to. Oh, the Emerald Hill Coffee Palace. That was a marathon. Hello, I am Samsara, the writer of this podcast collection. And they've asked me to say a few words about the making of for this uh, documentary. Oh. As a working actor, there's nothing more exciting than being involved in original works and plays and being involved in the theatre scene. And these six creations... Um, these podcasts, these creative audio works are a fantastic way to look back at our history and for me as an actor to be able to present different views and play different people that made part of Melbourne the city that it is today. So thank you so much. Thank you too Samsara for casting me in four of the six uh, different audio casts. I guess, you know, apart from the difficulties of having to deal with Samsara, the director who hates everything I write, um, and, you know, the Samsara, the engineer who just says it's too complicated and doesn't want to work remotely and hates it when it changes scripts so the, then people do more recordings. Uh, but overall, I mean, the actors are amazing and, you know, really all the writer needs is a group of wonderful actors who are ready to take risks and be everything that they can be, uh, hopefully, through your words. Hello, my name is Josh Hayes. I am an actor. I was contracted to be in a series of recordings, Phantom of the Overlocker and various others. Um... And I'm here to talk a little bit about my experience. Uh, let's have a look. <clears throat> Dealing with Samsara, I've got to say we get on really well and always have a blast. Uh, you always uh, do your preparation, bring your A-game when you come on uh, to actually the days of the recording or the theatre rehearsals, depending on what the medium is. Uh, absolutely super fun, a little crazy. Uh, a combination of well-prepared content, a little bit of uh, improvisation as well, um, and then just moving between what the uh, call and response is with the actors and just generally having a good time and maybe pushing the boundaries a little bit. Working with Samsara on the Emerald Hill Coffee Palace um, project was, was, you know, two words, short, uh, yeah and in your face um and i really yeah it's 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 a different way of working um initially i was all about you know before i worked with samsara a few years ago i was just all about yeah you know rehearsals and really spend a lot of time but you know what the skills the skills in doing and when she writes the skills that we draw upon um yeah it's like it's like crazy it's like it can be crazy it can be quick and it's like what the uh, but yeah but it's it's an experience because you literally intuitively draw on your 
instincts and working remotely um, with COVID, etc. It's been another skill set. Um, working with Samsara, she is uh, she has such joy. She's very, very what's the word? Um, focused and very um, knows what she wants and very joyful. Um, I love, you know, working with a disability situation in this kind of situation is just a godsend because at the end of the day, when we're in a lockdown, which we've just gone into another one right now, Melbourne, um, yeah, this is crazy. It's crazy times and the support, you know, the support I've got from her and the troupe, uh, regular players has been phenomenal and kept me really, really sane and got me through COVID, the initial COVID in 2020 so um working yeah with samsara it's like wow it's an experience <laughs> it's an experience sometimes de technical things go wrong but you know what we're not perfect no one is we just learn as we go and it's like camaraderie at the end of the day it's like we do this together and i love i love everyone in this project i love samsara i love her mind love her creation love the fact that we don't have to be together in the room to make this happen. It's like damn bloody amazing. She's a, she's a, you know, she's a, just a, a woman with such out of the box. She's out of the box. <laughs> Love you. Love ya. Miss Boyd, we're just doing a documentary on Samsara. Just wondering if we can ask you some questions. Samsara? Yeah, your production on Emerald Hill. Oh, yes, yes. Wonderful, wonderful memory. Samsara herself, beautiful, beautiful writer. Her prose is just uh, beyond words. Quite a challenge, though, for most of us. We were all in uh, lockdown restrictions and uh, here in the, the luxury of my own, I mean, the confines of my... One of the best things yeah. about working with Samsara as one of the best playwrights uh, in the Melbourne theatre scene is that she, as a writer, really challenges you as an actor to be able to find layer upon layer of characters. There's twists and turns and everything that she writes has shifts and changes. So as an actor, you really get to find depth of character and have so much fun. There's guidance that she gives, but there's also the freedom to be able to make so many offers and to push yourself as a performer, which is absolutely fantastic. And what better a setting than to have in your mind than the beautiful visual of this historic building, which I'm sure has its own ghosts and phantoms running through it and sewing machines that maybe chase you around too. Yeah, they did have a little bit of trouble sticking to the script, but can you blame them? I mean, there'd be a typo and they'd have to figure out what the words were and, you know, it makes total sense to me that they found it easier just to make oh, up their own the words. Great. It's always fun. And when she write characters, one of the things that we always laugh about is the number of shifts and changes that she puts into a character uh, as an actor super super fun to be able to recreate and play. Emerald Hill Coffee Palace has to be the grandest project I have ever done. Six individual creative responses 
riffing off the history and activities and the site of the Temperance Hall in Napier Street in South Melbourne. Uh, so the director, Asim Sarah, asked us um, if there were any challenges for us as actors with uh, some of the uh, uh, disabilities that the samsara has um, and they tend to be um, just areas around movement um, and some uh, cognitive challenges from a car accident that she was involved in a number of years ago so you don't actually see any physical kind of um, challenges with her but um, I think she always strives to be the best quite honestly there are times I think when all of us uh, get a little bit mixed up uh, or sometimes the information is uh, delivered in some unique ways <laughs> but I think uh, it is all good so uh... one of the things I really loved about being in this project was um, I have a passion for the history of Melbourne and how colorful and rich the city is and the way samsara has constructed and created um, the elements of this project have been really, to me, really interesting and providing a definite uh, roadmap um, towards other opportunities um, that we can absolutely let Melburnians um, be more informed about their beautiful city and, and the richness, the culture, the Australia, Australiana uh, beauty, the, 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 and also the, the shadow, the, the, you know, the history of going back into the first settlers here and uh, how it's all of, all of that has definitely um, made a huge impact on how Melbourne is today and, and being multicultural. And what I love also Samsara, just with her, the access she gives, the accessibility, um, which I adore, to people of all different levels of um, abilities um, in regards to cre their creative abilities, but also just, you know, of, of, of the, the differences that we all have as people, the, the emotional uh, the emotional um, landscape that we all traverse and we are all very different actors. She really gives actors a chance to, um, you know, say who we are, to be really, really just raw, to dig deep, to, to keep this, this beautiful art, um, this art industry going in such a, a time of crisis and a time of where people are are really losing losing their faith. So what I see as Samsara is she's a beacon of faith. She's a, a light, a lighthouse in the distance in a dark and stormy night where you know there's 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 just that that absolute oh my god the the creative soul you know it's like underpinning it's everything oh that is um that an artist. It, really um craves for we crave we crave to do this we crave to perform we crave to art make art we we crave to be around like-minded artists samsara does um 
Samsara gives us this opportunity for this, and she does it on, on, in different ways that you just that I've never experienced in my whole um, career in, in acting and performance, um, which has been a long one, and it's just been so rewarding and so insightful. Um, yeah, it's I I see I have a crystal ball that's just suddenly come in front of me, and I see there's illuminating the path the path of the creative artist and how we can in the future um yeah survive and uh really get our work out thank you samsara um you are a godsend <laughs> uh had an absolute ball it was great being part of this podcast um as an actor it really begins to allows you to flex your flex your muscles you get to really move across a range of different characters and emotions and just have fun and just move into a world of imagination. And what was really unique with the Emerald Hill Coffee Palace was that all these stories are recreations of events that actually happened around our particular area here in but Melbourne. My best memory of working with Samantha Donnelly. Samsara. What? Dunstan. What? Samsara Dunstan. Sam, Sarah, Dunstan. Sanded. Use your words. Use your words. Use your words. Sam, Sarah. Can we fire that guy? Dunstan. Yes. Faced with uh, some very, very strong challenges of reading at our own leisure, and um, it was rather restricting, I must say. But uh, you don't do these things for the money. Though, the other one you? was fool's gold. Um, and that was a bit of a retake, improvisation retake on Henry V. Hi, join me and several other talented Melbourne actors as we step inside Temperance Hall, the beautiful structure you can see behind me, to recreate six amazing and original audio works under the title of Emerald Hill Coffee Palace, written and directed by Samsara. See you soon. Let's go. I've actually interacted with the Emerald Hill Coffee Palace many times across my career. Um, usually as a rehearsal venue for companies such as Chambermaid, um, Illwidgery, dancers like Ros Warby, that sort of thing. And so I decided to start this project contacting people I knew who had been connected with it. So people like Shane Grant, who, for example, who was the uh, one of the techs when it was a theatre for hire, and Philip Adams, who is the current incumbent with Philip Adams, Ballet Lab, and a few others along the way. People I knew who were connected to Ant Hill, that sort of thing. Initially, Devana definitely was um, a bit scary for me. You know, Italian accent, hadn't done one completely over the top. Um, overwhelming, overwhelming because um, she's very, very different than who I am. But uh, the more I got to do play her, the, the more... I loved her, so she was the most challenging, but the most fun. Hi everyone, my name is Scott Knight. I'm standing here in Napier Street in South Melbourne, at the front of the majestic and beautiful Temperance Hall, which happens to be the central character and the setting for a series of six magnificent podcasts titled The Emerald Hill Coffee Palace. 
The Emerald Hill Coffee Palace podcasts are written and directed by Samsara, and I, as an actor, happen to be in four of the six podcasts playing a very... I happen to be in four of the six podcasts playing various characters. And also um, what uh, Samsara brings to to this project for uh, the diversity of, of the cast, the people she casts, and diversity of projects is just phenomenal. Love it. And I was particularly excited with the musical stylings that emerged for Phantom of the Overlocker. Over the course of lockdown in 2020 and Samsara's soiree, I discovered that so very many of the actors who now form Pate had great, great musical talents. And Phantom of the Overlocker allows us to show those talents to their full extent. So do, do we have any goals on any other cards? Uh, I think we've quite said enough now. I had a lovely time and I'd do it all again in a heartbeat. As, as I said, love to all. Mwah. Yeah, just one more question. No, just that's enough now. Thank you. Thank you. As an actor, I was lucky enough to be cast in four of the six creative audio works that centre around activities that happened here at Temperance Hall uh, in the roughly around the 1850s kind of time frame in South Melbourne here, or back then as it was called, Emerald Hill. And I was already leaning on the musical talents of Joe Boyd and Michael Keeley, who I uh, had just because why not I decided I could write a song and so I wrote lyrics and I wrote I doodled a tune um, and I said to those guys and I said look please make this into a little teaching ballad and thus we got different shades uh, and it's a beautiful song and they've done the most magnificent job but no seriousness it's very good to be here where the narrator was also a brilliant character um, and I love narration I really enjoy uh, narration especially history so it's a, a penchant so mine. Um, and Melbourne as most people know is rich in so much um, history from our past um, both good and bad but um, to be able to tap into that and learn and understand it a little bit more I definitely think um, helps us move forward uh, as a community and also um, allows us as actors and creatives to be able to tell unique and interesting stories. And that's where a piece like Fool's Gold really takes off. They were given freedom and architecture but freedom to really explore although I do think Samsara, Samsara the actress, Samsara the actor, she took it too far. It's like there's one thing to be riffing and responding and, you know, call and response, that sort of thing. But then there's pulling focus and she does not know the difference. Is there any truth to you leaking those tapes, Miss Boy? So the process for this uh, bit of fun, go through, um, as always, uh, an audition or I had worked with the director Samsara before on a couple of different projects so was approached to actually play a number of different roles. As an actor you always jump at these kind of things especially when 
there's a variation of roles available, so I had to do that. Well, seriously, absolutely. what were we supposed to do? There was no script. Samsara, the director, she just said, oh, go with the flow, just follow your instincts. Look, now I'm a creative, and, and when you give me free reign, well, my mind travels the cosmos. I draw together the threads and weave and create absolute magic. I create characters of, of great depth and diversity. Of course, Blake and Pope are gonna just spill out of my mouth to enrich the experience and the landscape. All of it, all of history, all of the future, it's all just grist for my mill as an actor. That is how I bring truth and depth to my characters. I love, I love the whole project. Just the constant harassment, you know, the, the abusive emails, the death threats, the pig's blood. Um, I once found a full ant's nest on my front lawn. Hi, this is, uh, yeah, talking about uh, my experiences with, um, Emerald Hill Coffee Palace project and um, with the cut with the roles I was cast in. Um, One of the amazing audio works that Samsara created was a take on the classic musical Phantom of the Opera. As you can see, what a perfect setting. Basically, a bit of a recreation called Phantom of the Overlocker, and it dealt with the theatre, the Napier Street Theatre back in the day dealing with the fact that one day a sewing machine blew a fuse, leaving the theatre in total blackout and darkness. I got cast and was able to play the role of the Phantom. It's a really short 30 minute sort of spin on a quick take of the Phantom of the Opera and during it I get to actually sort of recreate two iconic songs from the Phantom. Yeah, Samsara, the director. She came to me panicking about all the blank spots in the script and what were we going to do? She kept going on about how useless Samsara, the writer, was, giving him complete scripts. It's uh, subterranean, uh, uh, you know, you have to dig deep. You have to do a lot of exploration to find out information about, you know, just things that are not as available on the internet. You've got to really dig deep, do a lot of research and uh... Miss Boyd, moment of your time. Can you tell us more about the car? What's it really like to work away from? Where'd you come from? What the hell? What about Yes, as I was saying, I'm an actor based here in Melbourne, Australia. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to be part of four of the six podcasts. So we did a recreation called Phantom of the Overlocker, which obviously was a little bit of a uh, rip, of, or riff, I should say, uh, of Phantom of the Opera. And I was lucky enough to be cast as the Phantom. So that was super awesome. But to sing a couple of songs there, classic songs or recreation of classic songs based on a few from the play, uh, they were Angel of Music and I Remember Stranger Than You Dreamt Of. So that process was super fun. Uh, loved the preparation there. I'm not necessarily uh, 
musical theatre actor, but I think as all actors in Melbourne, you're able to move across all those different kinds of medium of stage, theatre, film, television, um, spoken word, voice and singing. So it was awesome to be able to flex those musical theatre kind of muscles. So most of it came to me as I went, for example, with um... When I was talking to Shane, he was talking about uh, when it was Napier Street Theatre for Hire, how somebody once plugged in a sewing machine that was not tested and tagged and blew the power to the entire building. And of course, that just then suddenly my brain went bing. And I thought, aha, Phantom of the Overlocker. It's probably not that straightforward, but that kind of my brain made a whole bunch of connections including the fact that I knew that Pate the Planet Arts Theatre Ensemble were musically gifted talented and experienced um, so um, that one was pretty much uh, lay down there as they say but in all seriousness it was an absolute joy to work with Samsara and I can say that I'm not being paid, sponsored, or promoted in any way. <laughs> What's that? Oh, thank you. Should have waited till I was, waited till I was off camera, but okay. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, as I said, I'm absolutely sincere. And the way Samsara, you know, allowed us to just go with it, use our instincts was fantastic. We didn't need to be in the room with each other um, for, for, you know, when we, when we did it, because we didn't need to be, because we're immersed in our character and that's what I loved. And she was a brilliant oh, character. It. It's kind of like theater of the absurd kind of thing. Um, a little bit satish. Uh, where's the, oh, this, this wiki is stupid. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, all you need to know is that it's Pirandello, Enrico, uh, okay, wait a minute, let me just, he's one of the great classic, he, he was all about comedy, uh, a, a little bit into Commedia, um, he got a Nobel Prize, um, that's not important, no, that's not important. Oh, for God's sake, Vicky, you're useless. Um, absolutely. With Samsara, it's always pushing the boundaries. Love it. Uh, can I take these sunglasses off because... Leave the sunglasses on. What? Come on, we need this. Oh, oh, please leave them on. Tell you what, I'm not getting paid enough. <laughs> talked about the improv, Fool's Gold. Apparently it had no script at all. Well, of course it didn't have a script. It was improv. She sets me up with a reading partner. Study buddy, she called him. Yes, 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 you heard me. Awkward. I know. <laughs> Quite elusive. Really. Anywho, now she's making this silly documentary and uh, found myself in a film crew out on the uh, front lawn yesterday afternoon. My goodness. Quite the invention, Stacey. Yes. Well, oh, no, no, no. I just uh, blow a little smoke up everybody's asses, you know, told them what they wanted to hear. Oh, it's, well, it's quiet. It's worse than being followed. I'll say. 
Uh, rehearsal process, always good. Uh, definitely uh, fun, crazy, well-planned, unstructured, structured. It goes across everything, so absolutely love it. And just get in there and, and have a ball and bring uh, what you feel um, has been you bring what has been informed by the characters and what's written within the play, um, add a little bit more, have a bit of fun, um, and then Samsara always asks you to try and push yourself, lift it, um, how you engage with the other actors. Absolute, um, absolute ball of a process. Oh my god, getting scripts from Samsara is like pulling blood from a stone. Samsara, the writer that is. Oh, and changes. Just non-stop, constant changes. And you know what? She has obviously never been shown the spell check button. Seriously, all you have to do is spell check, but every page had typo after typo after typo. I'm amazed the actors, they're wonderful creatures, they are actors. The pate kind of art theatrical ensemble actors best in the world but the raw material they had to work with from samsara oh. tell us is it true that the cast have never ever met how the hell did you get in here oh my god uh definitely with covid the remote recordings are quite unique so to do things online via Zoom, when they cut out or when the time goes and when you're right in the middle of a scene or maybe the audio's not working or you're in the middle of doing a fantastic um, big band uh, musical number and singing your heart out, possibly in drag for a particular uh, song, uh, then yeah. There can be some challenges, but as actors, we overcome them and we just move through. Was that whenever you went to see an actual show, it was as if you, um, the play was inhabited by characters from different plays. So what we're doing is we're inhabiting this European play that has been very badly translated into English, um, uh, into... Uh, But we're bringing the characters, all except for Henri, all of the other characters are from the uh, Emerald Hill Coffee Palace. Process, a little bit interesting um, because there were six plays that made up the Emerald Hill Coffee Palace. Um, they were coming thick and fast in different kinds of draft forms, uh, different ways that they were being delivered in the scripts in different stages so there were certain times where I didn't quite know if it was uh, Tom Dick or Harry or what was going on or what piece was coming from where so uh, there were a few emails going back and forth with the director going oh, did I miss something uh, what's going on here who am I playing that sort of stuff but you know actors life is pretty good so we crack on um, Terribilius was actually a really curious story. I had really, I kind of knew that I wanted to go, I always like to try and create a reference to our um, Aboriginal people, if uh, I possibly can with as, all of my artworks, my writings and such, in some form, somehow, some way. 
and I was visiting my mum in Mount Gambia and I, I actually always known this but it was just like it just clicked that the Lady Nelson wreckage it's not really wreckage it's a full ship but it's on land it's and it's there as part of their constructs um, and I remember reading that the Lady Nelson was the first ship to sail into Port Phillip Bay so I decided to have a read of the captain's logs and see if that gave me any inspiration and it turns out that um, in my head I was kind of going oh I'm going to do a mission on the bounty kind of thing but then I was reading and uh, there was the first interactions with the local Boonarung people and I just knew that I had to write about that. Uh, yeah, it was a complicated uh, process, but I think what we've come out with is a very good story for modern um, times. Told. The other play that I was involved in is The Six O'Clock Spill. Um, and got to play two opposing characters there called the Parliamentarian and uh, Temperance Man. So that was a fun, fun little um, insight into Melbourne's history, um, especially with, you know, pubs everywhere. Uh, Terribilious, that was my favourite. Using the didge and the kookaburra to represent the Benoit. Pure genius, even if I do say so myself. Right. Tell us, is it true that the cast have never ever met? How the hell did you get in here? Oh my god. In Terribilis, I play the role of Mr. Brave, a man, a young Manchester. In the play Terribilis, I play the role of Mr. Brave, a young lad from Manchester. He's just a simple ship worker coming here to Australia who assists the captain and a couple of the other uh, people on the ship. I cannot imagine how hard that would have been, travelling on a ship for months, a small wooden ship, a sailboat, no less, coming from England half the way across the world to Australia. Bit of a challenge there, just to recreate that in your mind, but also that Manchester or Mancurian accent. It's so unique and so special, and that was heaps of fun. Yeah. Enjoy. If if you decide after this you want to give it another go, um, yeah, one th there, and I had a little note about maybe sounding really tired and frustrated, especially with Kitana. Like you've been in a tech run and, um, you know, you've been teching for two days and she's always causing halts to this thing but you've got to be nice to her because she's your lead performer but she's driving you nuts and having the producers on your back and constantly harping on about money is also driving you crazy. I knew the points that I wanted to hit. I knew I had to speak to the temperance movement and I had to speak to Anthill and I had to speak to Philip Adams Ballet Lab uh, and potentially to Napier Street, the hire company, um, the, the venue for hire. You can see this has absolutely destroyed me. <laughs> no, I always look this glorious. <laughs> yeah. Sam Sarah Dunson, that's what I've been saying all this time. Bring me a tomato soup. Tomato soup, please, for the artist. And a dinner roll. And a dinner roll. So I've been doing this for Serendipity Dunstan. Samsara.
Um, what can I say? We got it done. I delved into some deep character analysis. I delved into some very deep transitions into my character, as I always do. And I discovered certain things. Essentially, I've now transcended acting and simply became a thespian. Here I am at Victoria's beautiful Port Phillip Bay. I cannot imagine what this was like in the 1850s when Melbourne was just beginning to prosper as a city. But this beautiful location is the setting for one of the creative audio works, Terribilis. So yes, my observations are, um, these are my observations. That's going really well. Um, I'll give a couple of notes while we're waiting for the others. Uh, oh. Let me just, how do I get into Matt? Uh, no, how do I get into my calendar? Notes from the overlocker. Yeah, the script was, I found Lean quite enlightening. It was enlightening and uh, Melbourne, you know, it's fascinating, the history. And really also is. I got to be in a recreation of, um, dare I say, uh, tall ship drama, if you can even call it that, uh, Terrace Billis, uh, or Terra Billis. Um, and there I got to play a Manchurian or a young, Ship worker so Dan, I just need to get notes of you. I'm just looking mm -hmm. at my list of songs. Scott, you were going to get me yes, uh, Stranger. Is it was it Stranger Than You Dreamt It? Yes, yeah. it was Stranger Than You Dreamt It. Yes. Um, and you're all amazing. Um, off topic, Joe, have you had ah. a chance to look at the teaching ballad? Uh, no, actually, I haven't looked at it at all. Um, so the whole thing was done remote. Everybody recording on their own devices or their own computers. It was just madness. I spent so many hours just trying to normalize the voice levels. And you know, some people do it in a small room with lots of reverb, and some people would be doing it in like out, out in a field. It almost seemed. On one occasion, one of the actors gave me a recording where the they had people in the room with them having a whole other conversation while they were doing their lines. I had to send that back. I could not use that. Anyway, as you can see, writing this podcast collection has absolutely exhausted me and I'm probably going to go and sleep for three months or so. That sounds like reasonable. Thank you for listening. One last thing is good. <laughs> So, thank you. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed listening to the podcasts. See if you can pick uh, the different accents and the voices and the characters that I play within the uh, different podcasts. See if you can do the uh, pick out the celebrity cameo appearances by our writer-director Sam Saro in quite a number of them and several other talented Melbourne actors. So thank you so much. Enjoy and have fun. Listen. 
grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit down at a cafe in the local area around Emerald Hill, South Melbourne, anywhere across Melbourne or the world, chill out and listen and get a bit of an insight into what life was like in Melbourne. Um, way, 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 way.